Welcome to Blind Love Radio. I'm your host, Anna Rosen. Enjoy these heartfelt conversations having to do with creativity, transformation, and the divine. Hello, welcome back to Blind Love Radio. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, I have a really fun episode with Nan of Dandelion and Crow. She lives in Mississippi and makes these amazing herbal plant medicine, magical elixirs and products. Um, I have had the pleasure of her sending me a box of all of these amazing goodies And I was absolutely blown away by just the pure magic that she was able to craft into a product that feels like when you receive it, like you're getting all of this good energy with it. Um, It's so cool. She puts the astrology of the day that she made the um, product, I'm like, magic, the day she made the magic. Um, So for example, she gave me this really amazing hand balm that has like fixed my hands. Like my hands are always so dry. I work with my hands. They're in water all the time. They're in hair. And they just get like really dry in the winter to the point of being like, people are like, are you okay? (laughs) But using this balm, it's like this shea butter, rose scented, amazing balm. It's completely restored my hands. And then it has on there that it was made while the sun was in Taurus and the moon was in Cancer And it kind of just like adds this other layer to the product. I am so obsessed. Like I was just so excited to get all the products. But then when I was actually using them, it like it's taken it to a whole nother level. She also gave me one of these roller balls that she made. Like one of those really like yummy, smelly ones. And it's called the Wild Woman. And it's based off of the Empress and there's orange in it and it smells so light and delicate and it just feels creative and rich but still feminine and um, I just love putting it on. It's like my new favorite scent. It makes me feel super creative. I feel the creativity that she felt when she made it. At least that's what I think. Um, and also I've been using the dream pillow that she gave me and oh my God, like having that thing under my pillow, it smells amazing. Number one. And number two, I've been able to remember like all of my dreams so easily. Like I usually have to take a multivitamin to really remember, but even like the nights that I've forgotten to do that, just having the dream pillow under there, like I've been able to remember everything. So highly, 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 highly recommend. Um, She also gave me these drops, these dream drops. She gave me um, a mugwort 
smudging stick. I don't think that's actually an appropriate term, so we'll say a um, mugwort bundle. Um, my apologies. And what else? She also gave me an herbal bath tea that I have yet to try, but I'm like waiting for the perfect moment, but it sounds amazing. Um, I'm obsessed. So I love, 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 love all of her products. And I went onto her website to like, cause I know I'm going to like order everything again. Um, and oh my God, her prices are so freaking reasonable. Like it's like $10 for the hand cream that like totally fixed my hands. And like, I feel like you could just completely buy everything and it would be like, I don't know, like 50, 100 bucks, like and get like a million things in the mail and then give them out to everybody as gifts for the holidays. That's my plan. Um, so I can't rave enough about her products and I wish I had like known more about her offerings because I feel like I could have asked her better questions um, pertaining really to like really targeting what she makes. Um, but I feel like I'm really just such a noob when it comes to plant medicine and herbalism that it's hard for me to, I guess, pick out the nuance and questions to even ask, um, if that makes sense. But I definitely want to learn more because I feel like it's the coolest thing ever. Um, so we end up talking a lot about tarot in this episode, and I loved that. And she's a triple water sign so her sun moon and rising is all water which I love watery people they are so creative um and we talk about how she relates to her creativity her process we do talk about some stuff with plants dreaming um yeah this is kind of like a wild um a wild conversation that kind of takes on a little bit of a life in itself. And we do talk about this really cool thing, this like subconscious like collaging that she talks about that she does. Um, and I tried one and I loved it. And I have it hanging on my desk, like right in front of my desk. And I'm looking at it now and I'm kind of excited to see what kind of comes into manifestation from that. Um, and so we kind of talk more about that in this podcast. And this is just a really fun episode. And I definitely encourage you all to go check out her Etsy site. You can find it through the link in her Instagram, Dandelion and Crow. And definitely follow her. Definitely buy all of her things. And I hope you guys enjoy this. I love you. Um, I hope that you guys have a good Thanksgiving. And if you are struggling maybe with family stuff, I feel like that gets like really triggered around this time, 
then I'm sending you a lot of love and peace and boundaries and well-being. And I really know how hard that is. So I hope that you enjoy. I hope you have some pie and eat all of the good things. I want to give a little, um, I guess, disclaimer. Like I know like people know about kind of the atrocities that come with Thanksgiving, um, the history of it, and (laughs) the pilgrims giving smallpox to indigenous people, which is so fucked up. But, you know, in our modern time of celebrating with family, um, I guess taking it for what it's worth, and I just want to say that I'm really grateful for you guys and I'm grateful for all of um, the listeners out there and I'm really, 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 really excited going into 2020 and how this podcast is going to grow. Nan starts asking me about tarot readings and if I give them um, at the end of the podcast, and I am going to start offering tarot readings formally, um, and so that'll be a change for 2020, so I'm going to start, like, looking into building a website, um, but I'm excited for Blind Love Tarot and Blind Love Radio to grow as I am excited to grow myself, and I am growing, And I'm excited to just grow with you guys. I feel like I'm just so inspired by this community every day and the creative offerings that you offer. (laughs) I don't know a better way to say that. Um, To everyone in the magic that you guys hold, um, it kind of leaves me a little bit speechless. Um, So with that, I'm going to talk to Nan now. Um, and everybody go check her out, Dandelion and Crow. I absolutely love her magic, and I know you guys will too. So I love you all, and I'll see you on the other side. Mwah! Okay, so go ahead and introduce yourself to for everybody. Okay, hey, I'm Nan Moak. Um, I have a um, Instagram handle and Etsy shop by the name of Dandelion and Crow. I'm a native Mississippian. I turned 40 on Halloween. I'm a Scorpio sun, Pisces moon, Cancer rising. I have two kids, a dog and a husband, and we're just trying to survive in super red state. Oh my god, your birthday is on <laughs> Halloween? Yes! That is the coolest thing I have ever heard. Um, it's also my dad's birthday, and it is cool. Whoa! Uh, that is spooky dooky. Yes! Wow! So do you, like, love having a birthday on Halloween? I do. I think, yes. I've, I've come to embrace it what was it like as a child um I grew up in a very Christian house not the kind that didn't celebrate Halloween we always did but um you know I mean like my dad's uh, born on Halloween he's horrified of witches and anything you know that's remotely 
um, a cult. So, but um, my parents divorced when I was young, so I didn't have him in the house. But um, my sister that grew up with him, she always says that, you know, he would freak out whenever she watched anything. But <laughs> <laughs> in secret, anything that had a witch in it or whatever. But um, no, we just did regular Halloween stuff. I was never into big parties or anything. I think that's my... Um, Scorpio self know everything about everybody but no one knows nothing about you I think that's another reason why this podcast is very hard (laughs) totally but it's kind of like you're like a little bit away from it because it's like you're behind a computer it's like not quite as up close and personal um okay so you're a Scorpio sun you said a Pisces moon yes me too And then you're a Cancer rising? Yes. So you have, like, so much water. Girl, I know. I cry all the time. Oh, me too. I have so much water also. I totally relate to that. Oh, my God. I cry at, like, the drop of a hat. Yes. Everything makes me watery-eyed. Everything. So how do you, like, relate to that, like, water element? Is it, like, very overwhelming, or have you kind of, like, learned to, like, swim in it? I love it. I, I do swim in it. Um, yes, I really love it. I, um, we live close to water. I've always been drawn to water. I, I don't, I, yeah, I, I haven't known anything else, so I guess, that, I mean... Yes, I I have fully embraced it. I'm okay with it. So you're an herbalist. I don't call myself that, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> really? Technically, yeah. <laughs> I have such a hard time with labels because um, you're so watery. Yes, but um, yes, I guess I I I guess I prefer plant witch or person who works with plants. But that, I, yeah, I do not, I'm very careful. I do not say herbalist because I feel like I'm not a clinical herbalist and I'm not trained in that way. So I just, for some reason, that label makes me shrug my shoulders up and say, I don't know. <laughs> I love Plant Witch. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so do you identify as like a witch in general or like how did you learn or I guess like learn to accept that part of yourself or I don't know, especially with like growing up with parents who like weren't into it. Um, that's such a um, hard question. I, I st- like I said, I have a hard time with labels. So I wouldn't just, you know, always say that. But um, if I look at what's on paper or how I would describe which, I guess that's what I am. I mean, I'm moving with the moon cycles very into the earth and healing the earth and earth practices and plants and if that's a witch then yes I am (laughs) totally it's like looking at the evidence and then going based off that yes so that must like be such a grounding practice for you it is I think it's what um keeps me sane for sure I love that. So tell me <laughs> your favorite plants or your favorite, like, things to make. Um, I like to make tinctures and flower essences, and I just like working with the plant. I grow the plants myself, unless, like, um, hawthorn just – I've never seen hawthorn around here. 
but I had a dream about it, and so I've planted it, but it's going to take it a while, you know, obviously, to get to where I could use it. So I order that from places, but I don't sell anything that I've um, ordered. I only sell the stuff that I've wild harvested or grown myself. But um, my favorite plants, um, I'm obsessed with mugwort. I really love roses, even though that's such, I felt like when I started into plant medicine that um, roses weren't, you know, it's just sort of a cliche plant, I feel like. But I absolutely love them. They smell like heaven. Yes. There's so many different kinds. They're such good heart medicine. I just, I mean, I'm obsessed. But, um, and also the mimosa tree, which is, I think it's called other things in other places. It's a native of China, but it's pretty invasive here in Mississippi. And I was always taught growing up, you know, that they're invasive and, you know, their root system's horrible. You don't want them growing, growing close to your house. But, um, when I got into plant medicine and the lady that I learned from, she, um, I think she must have told us, I don't even know how I learned about mimosa now that I'm thinking about it, but um, they smell amazing. They taste great in tincture or whatever else you want to make with um, tea. And they're great um, um, antidepressant for mild um, antidepressant. So, I mean, it just, they make you happy. They look happy. So I love that. <laughs> I know. So how did you start getting into plants? Um, I think I've always liked plants. Um, I got into like whole food and all that in the early 2000s when I read um, Nita, Nina Plank's book, Real Food. And then also, I think she must have turned me on to Sally Fallon. And then... Um, I had kids, and I didn't want to feed them bad stuff because once you know how once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. Totally. And um, and then I homeschooled my kids for their early, early, early years. And then about two years ago, I put them in the local public school, and um, I had a lot of more time to myself. And so I started rewilding my yard, the front. Um, I. We have clay here in this part of Mississippi that I live in, so the dirt's pretty wretched. Mm -hmm. So um, I have a lot of raised beds, but I'm working on working my backyard out to look really wild and beautiful and natural. That's my next plan. I love that. I love, like, the wilding. Yes, yes. Oh, that's beautiful. So do you also use tarot? Are you a tarot person? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, let's talk about tarot. Okay. So, um, yeah, tell me just any thoughts that come to mind. Um. Well, I'll tell you how I got started in it. One of my friends. Um. Well, I was get. I was on my way out of the church and exploring new things, and she was just like, "I can't believe you haven't bought a tarot deck yet." And I was like, "You know, that thought had never crossed my mind." I felt like I needed, I guess, after she said that, I was really waiting for someone to tell me that it was okay to do that. And um, I ordered my first deck. It was actually the Mary Ale deck. Are you familiar with that deck? I don't think so. I think I've seen it maybe, but I definitely don't have it. It's definitely not traditional. But um, it's a weird deck to get as your first deck, I think. But I really love it. I don't use it a lot now. But I love tarot. I don't, I think it's the best. It makes me feel good. 
Uh, the dark cards are always my favorite. <laughs> really? Why? Yes. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm you're a Scorpio. Yes. <laughs> yes. I pull the three of swords all the time. Oh, my That's God. Like and I'm always all the fives. They love me. And, so, I mean. <laughs> and you said the death card is your birth card? Well, you know, Scorpio's card. Oh, okay. First uh-huh. card is um, the Emperor. Oh, me too. Well, that like, <gasps> really? yes. Oh but it also relates to the death card because three plus one is four. So it's yeah. like the Emperor and the death card kind of go hand in hand. Sure, I'll, I'll take it, yes. Very cool. Oh my god, that's so fitting to be born on Halloween and you have like a direct tie to the death card. That's <laughs> really cool. That's like the coolest thing about me, I promise. I love that. <laughs> I'm obsessed. That's so fun. It so fun. how do you feel about the emperor? Oh, I hated it for a couple of years. Uh-huh. But um, um, Lindsay Mack's dumb definition is very helpful. I forget when that podcast came out, maybe a year ago, where she talked about um, the emperor and how it's like a, you know, a redwood tree and tall and straight and all these mountaintop, all these wonderful things. And that began to help me shift my thought on the emperor. But um, what about you? I've started thinking about the emperor as like an artist, which has been cool. So like showing up to your craft every day. No, I love it. Which is pretty cool. And like just that idea of like not always, not just doing things because you feel inspired to do them, but doing it based on like a structure and like really working on your craft every day, no matter what. Um, so I've been trying to live by that recently. Um, that's, that's awesome. What, what are your other signs, your astrological? What's your sun sign? So I'm a Capricorn. Right. And You're then right. I am a Pisces moon and then a Scorpio rising. Oh. Yeah. Um, do, do you not have problems with structure? Because I really do. <laughs> I definitely. Um, I do and I don't, I would say. Like, yeah. I really need structure, but mm. I need to make my own structure. Like, yes. I don't like other people telling me what to do. I sound like a child, <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, but I definitely can't just have, like, just unstructured time where I'm, like, willy-nilly, I don't know what to do. Like, I need to be, like, okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to be making art from this time. Like, I'm going to then, like, work out, and then I'm going to go grocery shopping. It's, like... And then I'm going to, I know I'm going to be doing this on this day. And then I'm going to be doing like hair stuff on that day. Like there needs to be like, it's like total chaos, but it's structured in my own way. If that makes any sense. Yes, that makes lots of sense. Um, About as structured as I get is I have a calendar and things are on it. And I know when things are due and when people have to be at certain places. Yes. But 
but my day is just not like that at all. I mean, like, I mean, I, I stay at home, so I have a lot of domestic chores, if you will. Uh-huh. But other than that, you know, like, I just try to be outside because I feel like that's what keeps me being able to stay at home <laughs> without some place to go every day. My place to go is outside. I love being outside. Yes. I feel like that's very emperor in itself. Like talking about Lindsay Max de- definition. Yeah. I never thought of it like that, but that's that makes me feel good. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. I feel like definitely, like especially like when you like have your own business or your stay at home, like being able to like get out and just like walk around is like yes. so necessary. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, it's a hard balance to find like being able to like have that fluidity because I feel like creativity is so fluid that mm-hmm. it like needs a certain amount of structure or else like I would never get anything done. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> So when do you, like, do you kind of, like, just go by, like, inspiration with, like, when you work on, like, how to decide what you're going to plant? Okay, we have to go back to, you were talking about how you saw Hawthorne in your dreams. Yes, I had a dream um, about a huge Hawthorne tree in, like, the middle of a town that's close to where I live. And, um, and I just was, like... I- in the dream I was like oh my god I cannot believe that this is here this is so magical none of these people people are like walking all around it but not noticing it and I was like I can't believe these people aren't noticing it I really want to pick some of this stuff but I know I probably shouldn't and my husband was with me and he's always really sweet and supportive about like helping me get to wild stuff that I can't get to (laughs) Uh and like picking it for me and so he's just like I'll get it I'll just get you some and I was like no 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 we probably shouldn't but he did and I was so happy and that's basically it and after that I was like damn I gotta gonna (laughs) order I'm gonna order some and I'm gonna do all this research I'm gonna know everything about Hawthorne and um it's pretty amazing (laughs) so what is Hawthorne used for it's heart medicine. Like, I mean, in clinical studies, it really helps people with their, you know, heart function. And um, I come from a family where over half of my grandparents died of heart disease. So I feel like that was also a message. Oh, my then, God. I know. I made tincture. I'm taking it every day. And then um, it's just, and it comes from, you know, the British Isles, which, I mean, my ancestry is 100% colonizer. So most of us came from there. So I feel like, you know, it's also my ancestral medicine. I don't know. I just think it's really beautiful. And it's beautiful. I mean, that plant, the flower, the berries, it is gorgeous. (laughs) Wow. You're blowing my mind. So do you, do you have these like prophetic plant dreams all the time? No. No, 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 no. I don't have, I don't think my, my um, dream life is very active. If it is, I don't remember. I think um, I'm a pretty deep sleeper. <laughs> so, um, no, when I have one that I remember, I get super excited and I tell everybody about it. And I feel like it's, you know, packed with meaning and I have to unpack it and that kind of stuff. That's so cool that they, like, spring up, though, and when they're, like, when you do have them, they're super deep. 
Yeah, I guess so. Yes. I'm very grateful when I do have one for sure. I love that. So what tarot card do you feel like you relate to the most? You said like all the bad ones, quote unquote. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, relate to the most. Um, Oh, geez. I don't know. I have had things come up. Okay. Well, I can talk about things that I really like about things that um, well, the Three of Swords comes up for me. I call it the Three of Hearts. I do not know why. But, Ooh, um, I love that. <laughs> that's what I wrote down, Three of Hearts, but I knew what I was talking about. Um, and it's supposed to be like, you know, despair or whatever, the traditional meaning. But um, I guess when I started pulling it, I was working with um, rose medicine, and I just felt like it was telling me that it was heart medicine. And I'm, I'm sure you feel similarly about, you know, the way the world is at the moment and our earth is hurting and the environment. And um, I just feel like my heart is constantly breaking and depressed and sad. And so I feel like part of the Three of Swords is to make the medicine that will help it, if that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> so, um. So, yes, I love that card. I've, I mean, it used to freak me out because everybody says it's the bad card. And then I also really like the Wheel of Fortune just because of, um, do you have the, or are you familiar with the Austera tarot deck? No. Um, Austera, yeah, well, that card for the Wheel of Fortune is like the three fates of the weavers. Ooh. And, um, yes, okay, so I'm obsessed with the three fates. Anyway, I don't know why. They just always sort of come up for me. And then um, I don't know if you've ever read or familiar with Max Dashu. She, she's a historian for um, pretty much a women historian. But she wrote a book um, that came out a couple years ago called Witches and Pagans. And it's like um, basically the history of women, like how we were erased from history and um, about like what the weavers, like the originate, I'm, I'm sure I'm not saying this all right, but like the root word of which is weaver and how the fates wove things anyway so i don't know because of because austera those women put that on their tarot card that i don't know i just really love it in all forms not just that dick oh my god i love that (laughs) wow that's so interesting to think about it being a circle too Yes, yes. Oh, I like the behind the scenes meetings, you know. I gotta dig deep. I guess that's store Scorpio for you. Totally. Yes. So what is your husband's signs? Oh, um, it works out. He is a um, Gemini sun and rising. Uh-huh. And Sagittarius moon. That's so funny. I'm married to a Gemini also. <gasps> really? Yes. Geminis <laughs> are the best. Well, they're so chatty. They are, and I'm, like, the quietest human on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine loves deep conversations about crazy stuff, so it works out. <laughs> totally. And I feel like I'm such a good listener with all of my water. So it's like I can just, like, I reflect it back to them. So That's nice. That's really good. I love that. And I feel like especially with – I don't have, like, a ton of air – so yeah, being mm-hmm. able to like have that and I feel like it like b- balances everything which is really lovely 
Yes, it is. It is. Okay, so something weird. My um, kids, they their sons are all like a mix of both of ours. But my son, he is um he is a Gemini sun, Aquarius moon, which is what my daughter is also an Aquarius moon. And then he is a Cancer rising like me, so he has like a little bit of all of us. Ooh, which I think is so that's neat. so cool. <laughs> No, I tell him he's mixed. It's just so nice that he... <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, that's sweet. So have you always been into astrology? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I always... You know how you're a kid, you're obsessed with horoscopes, but nothing... Nothing... I, I deep dove everything astrological, occult, what have you, when um in my mid-30s, and just in the last five years, I haven't been doing much very long um i feel like five years is a while though like in in astrology terms i feel like you can go pretty deep in five years (laughs) maybe yeah i mean i like i love all of that stuff i feel like i wish i had known or not been afraid to explore things much younger totally um, yeah so how do you think that it's helped you like see yourself and learn about yourself or your relationships oh it's so great isn't it I mean it's like it's just a window and or a mirror every it makes makes things make sense I mean I'm like no wonder this is what's happening or whatever I don't I think it makes everything much clearer there's I can understand myself better I can understand my children better and my husband better. I'm sure they get sick of me saying, oh, that's because you're da 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 But. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> but, oh, man, I compare and contrast everyone. I have that um, Time Nomad app where you can, like, put your whole, all your friends and family on it and, like, compare all their charts. And so I spend way too much time looking at everybody's astrological chart. I love that. <laughs> so will you look at, like, your daily transits? Oh, no. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure I would even understand daily transits. But, um, but the big picture, I do like, maybe one day I might understand all that. But I'm still learning stuff. Definitely. So, what was your Saturn return like? I don't even know when my Saturn return was. It would have been like when you were like 30. Was there anything like specifically pressing going around? on around that time I think it's like 27 to 30 is like around that time sure sure um my uh well in that whole little gap I um had a miscarriage had a baby quit my job oh my god that's a lot (laughs) so that is a lot I know like you just well, well like the world as I knew it well nothing really horrible had ever happened I had always thought I would be a work, you know, work forever. I never thought I wanted to be domestic or stay home. And, um, of course, I didn't know, like, my rising sign was cancer. And that that was, like, you know, all about home and stuff. And for different ways for different people. But it makes sense now. But, um, yeah, I didn't, yes, <laughs> lots of changes. I love being at home. And me, too. Are you at home full time? I am not. So I have a part-time job working at a bakery and then I do some clients here and there where I'll like go to their house and then but my big thing is like doing hair on the weekends. So I do like a lot of weddings. 
Um, oh, yeah, so that's fun. But I do spend a lot of time at home other than that. Um, <laughs> but I love it. I have Jupiter in Cancer. Um, and my Pisces moon is in the fourth house, which is like the home. Uh-huh. Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Yep. So even though I don't like have cancer as like one of my big three sure. signs, I feel like uh-huh. it's still very prevalent. Yes. Um, yeah. and I feel like I just like, I love being domestic. Like, I feel like that domestic goddess, like, cooking dinner and, like, making the house clean and um, working at my little desk at home and creating and sprucing up the nest. Like, it just feels yeah. really good. That's cool. I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> I'm, like, so, it's so interesting that, like, cancer is a water sign because to me it feels so grounding. It does. You're right. I, I agree with that. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you have any, like, medicine stories of tarot cards? <laughs> like an example of what? What does that mean? <laughs> like something like you, like there was a situation and you pulled a card and then it was like very healing or um something like that pull a card and it was very healing like um, healing to the mm-hmm. like ahead. healing to the situation or it made you like understand something better or um change the way you thought about something I feel like that happens all the time. <laughs> I know. I, I cannot give you one instance. Like, it happens all the time. Before this conversation, I pulled a tarot card, and I pulled the devil. Ooh. And, um, I know, but I think it was like, you know, let your voice be heard. Because, um, you know, Rachel Pollock, the, in one of, whatever book I have of hers, um, she talks about how... Um, that Lucifer, you know, Lucifer as in the devil, means light bringer and the morning star, which was Venus, and, and how, like, love and light all that was. And um, I don't know. I just feel like it's also a release. And I try, I'm quiet so much as far as, like, sharing who I am. I felt like the devil was a good sign. Totally. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I hope so. I get like that when I'm like very when I get very nervous about like social things. Okay, do tell. Like, um, like just like going to meet somebody new, and I get very like anxious, and then I'll pull the devil, and it's like stop getting so much in your head. Like you're holding yourself back. Like, you're allowed to engage with the world. You don't always need to stay at home. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that's what it was saying to me today. <laughs> totally. Oh, I'm right oh, with gosh. you. Um, and, that's, and, and it's ruled by Capricorn, which is interesting. It is. So, that like, is cool. allowing yourself to, like, get out of the home and, like, out of your shell, which is so beautiful. <laughs> 
wow, that was a big fat slap in the face. um so what do you do like the wheel of the year thing where like in the beginning of the year you'll pull cards for each month um i do but i sort of do it twice because um at Samhain or halloween because it's my birthday and it's the witch's new year so i'll do like a birthday thing and then Every January, like, that's when all of the cool stuff comes out as far as, like, you know, pull your cards for each month. So I do sort of, like, an overall thing now, and then I do a a once a month pull in January for the whole year. Does that make sense? So what do you do on your birthday? Like, what does that mean, like, an overall thing? Well, usually it's something different every year, but this year... I'm obsessed with Liz Worth. I don't know if you know who she is. She's a Canadian tarot reader. And um, she has a few books, and she's wonderful. But um, she did a um, Zodiac tarot spread, and she did, like, a little course on it. And so you pull – I mean, it's it's awesome. <laughs> so I did that. So I pulled 12 cards. It's a really big spread, and I've, it'll take me, like, a week or two to work through it because I'm going to deep dive all of it, all the cards I pulled. But um, basically, each house is, you know, like the first house is um, whatever I am. And so, and then she has more information about what that means. And then it goes all the way through the... What did you pull? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hold on. I, I don't know if I have my hair. Now, I haven't gone into anything as far as like... I just pulled the cards on the day because I had to do a whole bunch of other stuff. It's like, take my kids trip or treating. Oh, before I am, I pulled the five of cups. I'm telling you. Oh, that's so for- Scorpio. <laughs> I know. And then for the second one, I value, I pulled death. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the, the hits just keep on coming. It's just all like that. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. What did you pull for the 10th house? For which house? For the 10th house. The 10th house. I will. The three of swords. Oh, my God. Stop it. The three of hearts. Yeah. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Tarot is so hilarious. Wow. That's so magical. It is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my God. But the average person would probably be freaked out by all these dark cards. I'm telling you, they follow me around. I just accept it. And I love my- how comfortable you are with it. I mean, what else can you do? I mean, I could be like, oh God. But I mean, I just, it's transformation all the time. Totally. So, how do you, do you feel like you transform? like in seasons or like big chunks or do you feel like a different person every day i feel like i'm the same person every day but i'm learning more about myself um and i guess i feel like it's like a little little awakenings i guess i don't i don't know i guess it's slow and then all of a sudden i'm like oh look how far i've come in just what one year because i mean <clears throat> At the beginning of this, you know, 2019, I didn't have anything on my Etsy shop. And now I've made several sales and I'm much more comfortable saying I have an Etsy shop and putting things on there and sharing little parts of myself with people. Oh, that's so so beautiful. (laughs) 
mean, yeah. So I feel like it's always a drastic thing at my house for myself. So what was your card? Did you do like, so, okay, I want to talk about like this past January and when you did your big wheel of the year. Okay. Because I feel like we're nearing the end of the year. Yes. So, were, were there, did you do like a card for the middle? A card for the middle of what? Like the wheel, like an overall card. Oh, for this year? Yeah, for the year. Oh, the one that we just, the, yes. Okay, so my tower for 2019 was the, I mean, the tower was my card for 2019. Oh my God, the tower. Yeah. Yes, and it was scary. Most of it. <laughs> Have you been, like, in a tower year? Did that, like, really come true? I think I think so. I mean, uh, tower as in transformation, yes. I like yes. that. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm sorry. I just ran back to go get my books. I'm afraid you were going to ask me what my other cards were. I was like, ah. Oh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm glad you ran. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is live action, people. <laughs> okay, so what other cards did you get? Um, this was like you know numerically, this was my strength year. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, like each card, I don't know. Was there any like certain ones where you're like, oh my god, that totally came true? I feel like. It- for the like the cards of the month like each month cards of the month definitely um let me think of which one that i was like i feel like um where are we i think may as a strength i had i pulled strength also for may oh that's interesting yes and um i feel like that was a big that was a lot I love May because it's tourist season and it's just good stuff, I feel like. I feel like the strength card is very May. Yes, I was, yeah, it was good. Ooh, that's interesting too that it's like your opposite of your birthday. It is. I know, my sister is a Taurus sun. Oh my god, I love that. It is. It's weird. (laughs) Does she like balance you out? What? Does she balance you out? I have, um, yes. Well, we're very different. (laughs) 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 We were, yeah, we were very different. We were very different. All all the stereotypical tourist things she is. She loves shopping and she loves beauty and she's an artist. But she, um, I think she must have a lot of Capricorn because she's very driven and very workaholic type girl. Yeah. Whereas I I am not. (laughs) I relate to like all of that. I feel like I'm a good mix between you and your sister. (laughs) Uh, I have um, three sisters, but that's my same mom, same daddy sister. So, um, yeah, but we are different for sure. (laughs) <laughs> that's good I feel like it's good to have different people around you yeah she lives in China 
she oh my she, god really so once we got to college we didn't see each other very much uh-huh. yeah she's this is her she's working on her fifth year over in um, shanghai wow she like, yeah she had a baby over there and everything wow so she, she just entered um a PhD program in Shanghai, so she won't be home for another four years. Oh like, my god! They, yeah, they're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I could never. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm all for traveling. It's just so far. It is far. Yeah. I'm not so, a traveler at all. I am like a homebody through and through. I used to be a big traveler. And really? Like Tell out. me. Yes. Where did Where have you gone? In um, college, I did a lot of study abroad. I did, went to Cuba Ooh. and um, England and Ireland and Israel. And then, you know, the I think I've been to, like, the Grand Cayman. We went there on our honeymoon, which was a total bust. I don't recommend cruises. <laughs> yeah. But but um, we, I, my husband and I both agreed that we like to go places and stay there on our own rather than hopping around. But, um, yeah. The, um, I don't know. I just really like going places. I love that. You're an explorer. It's fun. Yes. I just don't have the money to do it. I do use student loan money and now <laughs> I'm paying for it. Yeah, one, totally. <laughs> I one feel day like... we'll go again. Yeah. You got to do it while you're young, I guess. Yeah. I'm really glad I did. I'm yeah. really glad that we did. Oh, sure. I love that. Um, okay, so five of cups. Yes. Tell me what what your feelings are about that card. Um, my problem is that I do not connect with the right weight at all. I'm like I bought one, um, one of those decks, and I just I do not I gave it away. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. mind when other people read for me with it, um, but I just don't connect with it on a per- you know one on one at all. Sure. So that being said, um, in the austero deck, it's like a woman and she's got her hand on her forehead and her hair's hanging down and like the cups are turned over, but there's this big snake like wrapping around everything. Ooh. But I really, I really love snakes, so. I feel like it's also a sign of transformation. So I sort of think about it like that. And then, are you familiar with um, the Wildwood Tarot deck? It's yes. Celtic. Okay, so in that one, it is the most beautiful card. It's like this woman dancing in a pentacle with um, five vessels around her. It's called just, Ecstasy, right? Yes, you do know it. Yes. Yeah. I just pulled that card, actually. Oh, I love that. It's like deep emotion. It really is. And it's so confusing, too, because, you know, traditionally it's supposed to be negative, I guess. And this is just so wonderful. I love the idea of, like, transforming emotion from deep pain to deep ecstasy, I guess, (laughs) is a great great term. Yeah, it is. That's very cool. I mean, yeah. And I love the idea of even just, like, transforming through emotion. Yes. Yeah, well, we have to, right? To survive. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. 
It's like you can't stay stagnant. I feel like that's when you end up like drowning. Right. Maybe that's what it's telling me. Stop staying that way. Move, move, move. I keep getting these pushes. Yeah, moving is good. It's like very scary though because you end up traveling to like these waters that you don't know. Instead of like staying in the emotion that you're comfortable with. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, moving into things you don't know. I'm really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lately, all the time. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Um, so what cards do you feel like you're working through now? Um, working through now. I still, I'm going to say the Three of Swords because it does always, it's always around. I think I'm still, I try to remind myself here is not over, you know, um, as far as, you know, our regular calendar, the Gregorian calendar, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm still in my tower and my strength year. So I'm still trying to think about those two things and how I'm going to like wrap it up and start me. I have such a hard time picking the beginning of the year because of, you know, your birthday, Salon traditionally, my ancestors. And then, you know, our regular New Year and then the astrological New Year in the spring. So I just kind of have a bunch of New Year's. Do you have that problem? I do not because my birthday is January 2nd. So So I kind of just like do it all then. But it kind of like reflects how watery you are. That you're constantly transforming. I hope that's a good thing. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I love that. I like it. I feel like you're constantly like taking stock of the newness that's possible. Thank you. I'm going to remind myself that. Yeah, I think it's yeah, beautiful it's however you're yeah. doing it. There's no rules. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad there's not. So, what kind of, did you make any, like, goals or, like, pick any things you wanted to work on when we started 2019? Um, yes, I wanted to be more open with my, um, my plant product, well, I hate to say products, my plant loves, my plant babies, Uh my plant medicine, (laughs) and, um, I have done that a lot, um, i I'm horrible at goals, so I'm just like, I put this out there. I want to be true to myself and, you know, share this part of me. And so, I guess, definitely being true to yourself and, like, you know, seeking that out and voicing it is very fun and hard. I have, um, like, voice, literal voice issues, and so I feel like, my throat chakra and all of that is all tied up magically with all of my problems of like using my voice and putting myself out there. So I've really been working with that. And it's one of the reasons why I said yes to this podcast so that I wouldn't make myself use it in a positive way, if that makes sense. But um, yes, I forgot what the question was when I got on that tangent about what you were working with this year. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes. And um, so in the spring, I 
um, went with my gut and signed up for Rise Up Good Witches um, Plant Witch Apprenticeship. Uh-huh. Um, and that was a very good choice for me because she pushed me. She's a Capricorn, Karina. Uh-huh. And she pushed the mess out of me to, like, go through with stuff. Like, why is your Etsy shop not up? Why are you not doing this? And you need to make a gold man, blah, blah, blah. So um, I did a lot of things this year thanks to her. <laughs> I love that. Um, really, it was very beneficial for me. And in a lot of ways but yeah it was great um do you feel like you're a very creative person I would never have said that even a year ago really <laughs> yeah no I wouldn't I mean because I mean my I grew up with my sister being an actual artist like she drew and took art lessons and was good at it and I have art of hers hanging in my house I've always loved that I love art. I love visual things, but I guess I am creative. I can, it's hard for me to say still, but yes, I am. Creative. I so <laughs> relate to that, like pain of the comparison. Like my yes. sister is such an amazing artist, um, and I always felt like I was not as good in comparison, um, yeah. but. Even still, I never shied away from, like, calling myself an artist. Like oh, that's it, wonderful. It even uh, made me, like, want to be one even more. Like, uh, I just also love the artist who's, like, it may not be, like, the best work, quote, unquote, but I feel like the beauty is in the imperfection. So... It makes yes. it even more real. And then when you think about, like, why are you even making art? Like, the most beautiful painting can be so boring if it doesn't, like, draw an emotion out of you. So, I feel like when you're so emotional, but you're creative, like, that is art. Yes. Yes. Um, I love collaging. I mean, oh, I love collaging. <laughs> so much fun. But um, I feel like it's like my subconscious coming out onto the poster that I'm gluing together. Because um, I don't know. I mean, if you don't have dreams that you remember, I, I okay, for the past two years, I've made a collage at the beginning of the year. You know, like, I don't even really have a, goal around it or an intention it's just kind of like this is what I'm feeling at this moment but girl it sticks with me all year I hang them up where I can see them and the images are just oh they're so moving I love them so much <laughs> how do you feel like they reflect throughout the year I mean just well what what was your collage this year what was like included in it well, it had a lot of greenery and earth and stuff, which it always does. But um, just, I, don't, I have to go back and look at it. But, oh, and then I'll put words on there. And so one of my words was altars. You know, of course, at that time, I wasn't thinking about, you know, subconsciously thinking about those things. It was just things that I liked. But I've made so many altars this year, like little outside altars and 
and um, inside, of course, but, you know, just like with plants or things that I call like my little outside altars. And I think it's because I put that on my sign. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but um, I just, I don't, I think that is so much fun. I'm doing that with my yard too. I'm making a big collage poster of just like images that I like of wild places. And then I'm going to try to incorporate that into my yard it seems like a big project but oh i'm gonna make a collage <laughs> in the beginning of the year you should they're so revealing <laughs> a subconscious collage yes i mean might have animals on them and then sometimes you may see that animal a lot i don't know i mean they're just it's really fun it's my favorite thing to do that is so cool <laughs> I highly recommend it. And then you need, but the point, the big thing is you can't like hide it away. You've got to put it somewhere. Like my, I have my, both of mine from the past years are hanging um, close to my bed where like when I lay down, I can see them. Mm-hmm. They're like low on the wall, you know? And um, sometimes I'll just lay there and look at them. It makes me so happy. <laughs> That's so nice. I love That's that. Good. It's a nice therapy, I think. I think so too. Um, what has been like a very healing plant that you've encountered? A healing plant that I have encountered. Is that too uh, broad of a question? <laughs> um, I know I'm just thinking, um Well, I mean most of the ones I've mentioned, I think Tulsi, I have not mentioned that, or holy basil, that mm-hmm. is, that to me has been very healing too. Um, oh, Ooh, I love that dog. You're fine. Okay. I was hoping that would not happen, but it did. I love so it. I feel like he's really speaking highly of Tulsi. (laughs) Somebody walked by and he's like, get out. But, um, (laughs) but, um, okay, Tulsi, yes. It smells amazing. It's great in tea and it's, um, you know, it's originally from India and it's, they say it's like the divine incarnate, which I think is magical. And, um, and I love it. I drink it in tea every day. Ooh, I love that. Do you love, like, what other teas do you like? Um, I don't like bitter stuff, and I'm very obviously into heart medicine at the moment. So every day I drink um, rose, hawthorn, um, what else do I put in it? Mullen, mint, peppermint, and Tulsi. Ooh, that sounds delicious. It is so good. And you can, well, you know, it's hot down here. It's not quite as hot as it has been. It's starting to cool off. But um, I drink it ice. Like, I'll brew in the morning and then drink on it iced all day. And it's very good. So how do you, what's your relationship with your intuition? Because you have, like, so much water. Well, it's very hard for me to express things verbally. I feel most things. I think that's why poster making is like uh-huh. my bag. <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, I don't know. I 
get feelings and I've learned to listen to them. I think we all squash our intuition. Well, I think we're taught to it, to do that anyway. Well, at least I feel like I was. Or like the um, the psychic parts of it, I guess. Totally. Or that. But um, when I was little, my dad was in a really bad wreck before my parents got divorced. And um, he had, like, run to the store to get a bag of ice before some friends, our, our family came over. And he was gone for a long time. And I kept telling my mom, I was like, something happened. I know something happened. She was like, why would you say that, you know? But I think I knew that something really, he was in I mean, he almost died. Like, his head hit the windshield. He didn't wear Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he was fine. But, um. But, I mean, unless you're sorry that she squashed my eyes. <laughs> both. I'm, I'm very sorry, sorry for both. <laughs> Me too. But, I mean, and then I was thinking the other day, my, my grandmother, she's um, 88, and a couple, maybe a year or two ago, she had this horrible feeling. She just knew something was bad, and then she got some bad news from another family member. But we, I mean, I think we all have that, but I'm just so sad that we've squashed it. So, anyway, I try to... Um, listen to mine, and I try to tell my kids to listen to theirs, especially my daughter, because I'm so hyper vigilant about her not being squashed in any way. So I'm always like, you have the sixth sense. It's you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's your your other, so it's your sixth sense. <laughs> listen to it. It's your gut. It's this. It's that. You have to, you know, tune in when you have that feeling. Don't ignore it. Anyway, is that? <laughs> yeah, I love all that. And what's it like, like raising your kids with like knowing all of these things? Like, I guess that's like a very broad question, but like, <laughs> um, like compared to, is it like healing for yourself being able to like offer them space to explore that? when maybe you weren't able to as a child? Yes. Yes, it is very healing. But it's also um, trying to figure out what works and, like, thinking about where we live and how things that we do are perceived. And um, just, you know, my daughter's very interested in tarot. She'll She's almost 11. And um, she's very interested in the cycle of the year as far as the you know the the sabbats and all of that stuff so i you know share all that with her but i'm also like keep it on the dl because uh-huh. at school but um i don't think i mean she is very wise for her age and that she does share it with her friends but in a quiet way that i'm always like and she'll be like oh i left my tarot card out and they saw it and i'm like Oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's where we're living. We're yeah, living that's where, very you know, real. Yes, and so, um, but it is what it is. Nobody has said they can't come over. So, <laughs> yeah, that's very good. But I want that. I want her to not be, you know, roped in. Same for my boy, but he leans much more. Cons- I hate to say conservative. He. He talks about God in ways that I grew up talking about God, even though he hasn't grown up in the same way, if that makes sense. Uh But um, it's so interesting how it happens. 
And um, so then, then there's also the challenge of keeping my daughter from shaming him and being like, I'm like, he can think whatever he wants. Just leave him alone. What works for him is fine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it is nice. It's a... It would be so much easier just to be like everybody else or go with the flow and do what everybody else is doing. I think it's much harder to be your true self and most of the time. Oh, I'm like totally seeing the three of swords. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with like it being in your 10th house and that spread and like wishing it it almost like i just know this feeling that you're describing of it would be so much easier if i was like everybody else yeah um and i feel like that's such a watery feeling and i can totally and it makes so much sense to me with you talking about like calling the 3 of swords the 3 of hearts <laughs> Because it feels like such an emotional place, especially like, I guess it's like taking these ideas and then taking them to heart and like bringing them into the body and almost like wishing that you had a different body almost, um, or like wishing that you had a different experience. And it's, it's that feeling of like constant comparison, and, like, not feeling like you're good enough or it would be easier if you were somebody else. But, like, knowing also that that's, like, totally not true. Correct. Yeah. And, like, the medicine is, like, being able to, like, see that and not engage in that. But it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. It's just, I think it's always hard to be true to yourself. But it's extra hard when... It's less like everybody else. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think it's also really beautiful that you see the beauty in your daughter and your son where they both differ, but it's not like, especially with like your beliefs, like you allow him to be exactly how he is and like not, I guess not shaming the... Like, even if he is, like, more like everybody else, it's, like, allowing him to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. Thank you. I'm trying. It's so hard. (laughs) It is hard. It's so hard. You know, I mean, you're going to make mistakes just like with anything. But, um... When, when there's too little lives that you're affecting, it makes it so stressful. So, I don't know. I think about that all the time. Like, am I not saying enough? Am I saying too much, too little, whatever? Mm-hmm. But, yes, but the main thing is letting them be themselves, figuring it out, supporting them, answer questions. That's what I try to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to ask something else. It just slipped my mind. Um, so when I have a question. When okay. do you um when do you offer tarot? Because I know you've read for some friends of mine. Do you just do it on a friend by friend basis? Yeah, I'm like very low key with okay, so when I first started this podcast, it's been like almost a year. Um okay. And I feel like I was really trying to find my offering. 
And I kept like offering all of these different things and like kind of like dipping my toe into everything and putting out all of these services. And I realized that that just wasn't right for me, Um, which it was fine to like experiment, but I feel like I was putting so much pressure on myself to make a living from my intuition. Um, And so then I stopped and I was like, I'm not formally offering anything. Um, And I didn't, like, I stopped making like advertisements about offering things. And it's been, if it's been feeling really good that I've been putting like less pressure on myself to make money from intuitive offerings. Um, So it's just been when friends have asked me, which I love doing. Um, Yeah, so if anybody, like, wants me to do a tarot reading, I'm, like, totally down. Um, They're very, like, low-key and cheap. Um, And I kind of have just let it be, like, organic in that way. And yeah. not putting, could you know what I mean? Like putting pressure. Girl. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's so hard. I mean, I I just want to share what I've made because I love it or because I have extra and it might help you. Do you know what I mean? Like, totally. I and I have to put a money on it because uh, it costs to put it in a bottle. Yes. But, um, but yeah, I just like talking to people about stuff and but but the pressure uh, I guess it's called capitalism. It's right. really nasty. <laughs> yes. Totally. And then like also the idea of like if you're not making money off something, then you're not successful at it. Exactly. Yes. Like Which is I mean, total bullshit. It is. It is. And, I mean, what does that even mean, successful? Right. <laughs> I mean, yes. I have such a attitude about that. I'm like, what does that mean? I mean, by my parents' standards, I'm sure that I'm not meeting that goal. But um, by mine, yes. Am I content? Am I doing the best I can? Yes. Is that successful? To me, it is. But, yeah. But I also think it's great that, like, you found your offering. Like, that was half of the reason why I think I took a step back was, I think, just being able to, like, find my offering. And I still don't think that I've totally found it. Well, I mean, that's nice of you to say. And, I I mean, that is hard finding the offering, but then when you do find it, there's this pressure. I mean, there's Instagram, you know, and do you need to promote your stuff? Like, I don't want to just put it on there all the time. And uh, I don't know. I just think it's all very difficult to navigate all of that stuff. It's like a whole nother world of. It's the Capricorn <sighs> life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. And then it's like such a personal thing. Yeah. Personal, yeah. I mean, it came from your dreams. Yes, and it's part of you. (laughs) Yes, like you grew it from the ground. (laughs) No, just not me, just personally, but everyone. Their heart and soul into something. 
and puts it out there. I mean, I love supporting, you know, independent makers and everything. That is so fun. That's where I spend all my money. Yeah, I love it too. And talk about crying. I cry about all these people who do their startups, and it's such a beautiful story. I love hearing them Uh, and seeing them and supporting them. Yes, I love that. I love supporting artists and creatives and makers. And I can't believe that you have a hard time calling yourself a creative. Well, I do. I don't know. I can't Because (laughs) I, like, see you as a creative. Thank you. That's really nice. (laughs) Like, total emperor. That's really nice. (laughs) I really appreciate you saying that. (laughs) Thank you. Um, so... I guess I love that, like, idea. Like, so do you offer tarot readings, too? Or do you? No, no, I don't. Um, I feel really insecure about that. (laughs) Um, I've read for friends. I like writing them out. So I have time not to, you know, get super nervous. Uh But, um, I mean, like you, not like you, but I would do them, but I don't. I mean, I just read for myself. And, um, I mean, there's something beautiful about just having a personal practice. And then I've also realized, like, being a Capricorn, I've gone through, like, where I've tried to, I, I, like, my first instinct is to turn everything I do into a business. Uh, yeah. And I've realized how not helpful that is. (laughs) And it's, like, not always the best idea. Um, Even though it's, like, my go-to, I feel like when I just keep things for myself, sometimes that's more of a service um, to the greater good because then I benefit from it and then I can help other people in ways I'm actually supposed to. Rather than just trying to offer everything and then spreading myself too thin and then nothing really goes deep enough to make an impactful meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't think there's any shame in keeping it, keeping things personal. Yeah, I like, I like it. Well, I mean, it's so therapeutic, Tara is, I think. Totally. I, I absolutely love it. So what is your tarot practice? What is your tarot practice like? Do you pull cards every day or do you like just pull them when you need them? I don't I don't usually pull them every day. I do pull when I need them and usually um I do a spread at the new and full moon, but mostly the new moon. I feel like the new moon's the start of my month and I'm sorry, my voice is going. But um Part of that um, lunar practice or whatever is um, I use that new moon calendar journal. Um, have you heard of that? It's um, I think her, her name is April McMurtry. She, her Instagram tag is, um, I think it's the moon is my calendar. But she puts out this journal that starts with the new moon. And you can do a mandala or a collage. Mm-hmm. And then you just, like, keep track of your intentions and what happens. And just the layout of the calendar is really nice. But um, 
So I usually pull cards with that. I don't know. So most of my stuff is by the moon cycle or when I need it. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you earlier, that what was like your moon practice like? Because you talked about the moon. Um, I just try to pay attention to it. (laughs) Yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's how I started, you know, like very simply and pointed out to the whole family all the time and making sure they notice it (laughs) Uh without without being too weird about it. And then, um, yeah, and yes, I just, it makes me feel good to go outside under the dark sky, whether the moon's visible or not. I love the idea of doing a collage on the new moons, like not just in the beginning of the year, but because I feel like it's such a reflection of your subconscious, too. It is. And and you can do it, of course, that way. And then, like, if you pull, like, a couple of months ago, um, the high priestess came up for me, so I collaged around images that I was thinking about the priestess or what a priestess is. And um, it's just, it's another way to work with, I mean, it's all therapy to me. I love it. (laughs) Ooh, you're really so inspiring me to collage. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) That's so beautiful. Ah, okay. I want you to tell everyone where they can find your products. And are there like certain products that you have available? Please like tell everyone. And, like, just promote yourself. Uh, okay. Thank you. Um, well, I have it. I'm on Instagram at Dandelion and Crow. And I have an Etsy account by the same name. And um, I sell usually uh, the plants medicine that I make is seasonal and, um, you know, yeah, seasonally based. So I have things on my Etsy that are tinctures and flower essences that I've made. Recently, I always um, track it by the moon, like this product was made under the new moon in Libra, and the sun was in Libra, so I'll put that on all my labels. All my labels are handwritten. Um, I really struggled with that for a long time, like if it was professional, it would be printed, but you know what, that label is loaded with some intention, so it makes it even more magical that it's written in handwriting. <laughs> I love that it's handwritten. I think that's even cooler. Well, I mean, you know, thank you. I hope it is. I, I mean, it's what I can do right now. I mean, but, it's not like I want my herbs being like big pharma, <laughs> like right? I mean, I typed out. <laughs> now I really notice that everywhere. I'm like, look how professional that looks. It's really pretty. But some of them are really pretty, and they still are patent palette. But um, mine aren't so pretty. I have a nice label that my brother-in-law drew for me, but um, I handwrite everything else. But um, so I make, you know, like I said, tinctures, flower essences. I have some dream pillows that I just made. Ooh. And some bath tea I was playing around with. Ooh. Just stuff like that. Um. I love flower essences. I just, they are so magical and cool. And you know how they work on my vibrational level. So I've really, you know, most my dark side, I love diving deep with all the um, dream work and ancestor work and all that stuff. So I've used plants. And I, 
I love the meanings behind the plants. Like this, this plant is this element and this, it came from here. So, I mean, there's a lot of thought and I'm, I'm loving, it's all made with a lot of love, if that makes sense. Totally. And I feel like that definitely gets infused into it. Definitely. Definitely. Ah, it was so magical to talk to you. You are so sweet, Anna. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh my God. Thank you so much. You're helping me step into my emperor power. Yes, you already are. You just need to realize it. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, if you could subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any magical episodes coming up. And then also, if you could rate and review it, that would be amazing and so appreciated. And also, another thing... (laughs) Um, if you could share this episode with a friend or whoever you think might need it or benefit from it or needs to hear it, um, I would really, 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 really appreciate it. So thank you guys for listening. Definitely go shop till you drop at Nan's Etsy store for dandelion and crow for all of your herbal medicinal needs and i love you guys i hope you're having a good start to the sag season and i love you bye